Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. Joining me on the Cashflow Ninja show is Aaron Young. Aaron is a entrepreneur, investor, educator, speaker, all around Cashflow Ninja. Aaron, welcome to the show. It's so great to be here with you. Can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with my listeners? Yeah. Um, my background, well, <laughs> okay, so I hated school. And so I was a terrible student, but I was always making money through like high school. And I always figured out ways to, to get the money I needed through uh, I didn't even know the word entrepreneur back then, but that's what I was, was a kid entrepreneur. I started my first company with a payroll just before my 19th birthday, and we had um, three employees plus me. Um, We were the second recycling business in Portland, Oregon. So we were early. That was 1983. Um, We were early in the recycling business. Uh, I sold that company became one of the first cellular phone dealers in the Northwest part of the United States, built that up, multiple stores, lots of employees. Um, uh, when the market shifted five or six years later, I, I sold what I could and closed down the rest. Uh, I took my one and only job I've ever had as vice president of sales of a um, pretty large 350 office multinational public company. Um, I did that for three and a half years, made a boatload of money and uh, resigned from the position in 97 and started buying companies, uh, which is what I've been doing ever since then. So that's uh, 22, 23 years buying companies and fixing them up and then either selling them or keeping them. And um, along the way, I bought a company called Laughlin Associates, which was already a 29-year-old company. It was the uh, creator, inventor of the Nevada incorporation service industry. And they were really involved with getting laws passed in the state of Nevada to be incredibly business friendly. And Laughlin was the the genesis of that. Um, Their founder passed away. Their lawyer called me and said, you know, are you interested in buying it? Which I was. And that's one that I've held for an awfully long time uh, from 2001 until now. So 19 years, uh, we've owned that company. That company is, I think, one of the best companies for asset protection, uh, corporate compliance, corporate business, um, meaning business entity strategy for tax savings, lawsuit protection, estate planning and so on. And we put on events and do webinars and just have tens of thousands of business owner clients that we provide services for every month. And uh, so that's kind of what most people know me for because I do a lot of speaking on behalf of Laughlin and in the asset protection, corporate compliance, corporate strategy world. So that's, of course, I do a lot of other stuff but a lot of people know me for that stuff. 
Absolutely. Uh, the 19 years that you guys have held onto that, uh, what makes this one special as, as a company in your portfolio uh, compared to some of the other companies that you've bought? It's an excellent question. Well, the main thing, the main reason we bought it in the first place was because it was 29 years old. And um, so it had a, a name and it was, it had a great story. The history was great. However, the culture sucked. Um, the company was a big giant uh, cesspool mess when I bought it. And um, it's because the founders, although they had done a lot of right things, they, they were very old school, very misogynistic, very um, uh, litigious. They were just, I, I don't think they were people that we would have wanted to hang around with. And so uh, they, the guy died, we bought it, and immediately went from Nevada-centric to all 50 states. We already owned competitors of Laughlin, um, which is why I got the call, because I had four other companies competing with Laughlin in the same space. So we were able to merge those companies. My original idea was to fire everybody at Laughlin, keep the name, keep the history, put my own management team in, and just work their database. But I found that the, of the 80 employees there, there were about 50 I wanted to keep. So I fired 30 people the first couple of days and then rejiggered where people were positioned in the company, merged my other business into it, and we kind of exploded it out um, from Nevada to all 50 states. And then we've added a bunch of products since then. And because we're now almost 50 years old, we're 40 in our 49th year right now, um, because of that, because there's a lot of name recognition, because I've got a really excellent team, we went from this horrible disaster area to a phenomenal team, um, really focused on the customer. We have very high renewal rates. It's like a, a wonderful subscription service business that throws off good profits because we changed the culture and went from being owner-centric to customer-centric and, and instead of limited to one state to all 50 states and even added products and services now that work internationally, all of that led to uh, just a really solid platform from which I can uh, show my bona fides that I know what I'm doing with companies. Before, when I was buying and selling all the time, people knew I was a buyer-seller, but I didn't have a big platform to stand on to demonstrate all the things I've learned over 37 years of owning and running and fixing companies. So Laughlin has been a multifaceted jewel in the portfolio. If that, if that, hopefully that all made sense. The 1% grow their business and investments every year, regardless of the economy and marketplace and pay very little or no taxes legally. Besides having the right mindset, elite strategies and tactics, and the counsel of elite wealth advisors, coaches and mentors, they have access to opportunities that the rest of the population do not. If you're an accredited investor, we have a network that provides Cashflow Ninja listeners access to exclusive business and investment opportunities. To join our investors network, please apply at CashflowNinjaInvestorsNetwork.com. 
That's Cashflow Ninja Investorsnetwork.com. Absolutely. And it fills a, a very, uh, it fills a void that's so much needed. I mean, just looking into this, I think, you know, a lot of our listeners understand that perhaps we're living in a very litigious society and an increasingly litigious society. They take action uh, perhaps to set up entity protection and corporations to protect themselves and to reduce taxes in some ways. But I think the compliance part is a part that I don't think a lot of folks uh, think about um, and, and nor do they, they, they keep up with it. So if you could just speak to that too and the value that uh, Laughlin provides just within that niche to uh, business owners and investors. Yeah. Well, so a lot of people form a corporation or an LLC here in the United States. Or, and this is true of any British Commonwealth country, okay? But, but the United States has uh, 90, 94% of all the world's litigation. So this place is the problem. This country has, has created a, a very fertile soil for litigation. Um, so here's the deal. You form a corporation or an LLC, almost all of the corporations or LLCs that exist, which is like 23 million of them, almost all of them have one or two owners. Uh, a lot of, a lot of, well, of the majority, almost all of them have one owner. And of the ones where there's two, it's usually spouses or good friends who have formed the company. And when you own something yourself or it's you and your spouse or you and your friend, the, the likelihood of holding official board meetings, keeping minutes, passing resolutions, or even knowing how to do that, you know, you have to know how to do it and you have to know that there's even a reason. See, the law requires that you hold regular board meetings, keep minutes, pass resolutions, issue stock, keep track of your stock ledger, you have to do all that, but closely held companies, whether they're just getting started or they're doing 10, 20 million in sales, they don't, as a group, and I'm talking over 90% of them, don't hold regular monthly or quarterly meetings. And then what happens is they get into a lawsuit, they get into an audit, they want to, they want to go get a loan, they want to bring in investor money, they even want to go bankrupt. In any of those situations, the first thing that is looked at by a third party, so that the auditor, the one who's the lawyer doing the deposition, the loan officer, and so on, they want to see your corporate minute book to see, are you acting like a real business or are you acting like a sole proprietor with this, what they call an alter ego? The LLC or the corporation isn't separate from you, it's your alter ego. That's how almost all closely held companies operate. They don't mean to be breaking any rules. They just don't know any different. Or even if they know, they think it's kind of stupid, so they don't do it. So Laughlin Associates provides a do it for you um, kind of board secretary. So we call once a month, we interview for about 10 minutes, we talk to that business owner, we ask them questions. Um, after a little while, the business owner gets sensitive to the kind of things we ask, 
and they're more mentally prepared. But in about 10 minutes, you know, maybe 15 if you've been real busy, we can extract all the info we need from you. We go back, create all the proper documents, email them, the, the owner signs them and puts them in the minute book, and then they're in compliance. We do this for tens of thousands of companies. It's inexpensive. Almost 90% of the companies renew it year after year. And if you think about that renewal rate, 87% renewal, uh, that's way more than the, even the percentage of companies that are starting and then closing down in a year. So the companies that are real companies, man, they stay with us because it's so inexpensive. It's so comprehensive. It's so easy. And, you know, and not only is it getting the compliance part done, but if you do it in monthly payments, we report to the corporate credit bureau, business credit bureau. So you're building business credit by using our service. Um, and we offer a $125,000 guarantee that says, hey, if you've not just paid for it, but you've engaged with us on a regular basis and we've been able to keep your records current, if your corporate veil gets pierced, we'll pay up to $125,000 in legal and accounting fees. But guess what? Of the many, well, over 100,000 companies we've done this for, nobody's veil's ever been pierced, even though a good percentage has been sued or audited. But when you follow the law, the law will protect you. And so that's why that service is so valuable. Now, I know that might've just sounded like a sales pitch. I didn't mean it to, but I'm very excited about that program because for whatever, going on 20 years, we've, we've had so many amazing success stories, both dealing with tragedy and dealing with triumph of people who needed that work done and it was done and they were exactly where they needed to be at that moment of truth. So that what we call our corporate veil protection service is probably the thing I'm most proud of within Laughlin Associates. Absolutely. And um, one of the things that I've realized too uh, along my journey and my, uh, my path in life is there are so many areas that we just don't know what we don't know. And I think if there's investors and, and business owners listening to this, one thing that I would say that when it comes to this stuff, there's a lot of stuff that we don't know that we don't know. For example, and I'll just uh, mention this because I think this will resonate with a lot of folks. When they incorporate, maybe they do something online or there's a service that they do it online with. And then, you know, they get shipped a, let's just say, a nice leather folder with their company, ABC LLC or, <laughs> or Inc. on it, right? Um, yep. And then they look at it. They say, wow, this is fantastic. You know, great. I've got my company set up. Uh, maybe they signed one or two forms and then it goes on the shelf. Forever. And forever. And what a lot of folks don't know that they do not know is that they could be in serious trouble if that's all that they did, correct? If that's all that they do, and if they ever have, it's, if you are trying to do something like get a government contract, they require three years of minutes and resolutions. They want to see that you have a, a consistent pattern of acting like a real company. So if you want to do something, or if you want to get a small business loan or anything like that, they require seeing consistent minutes and resolutions. 
Conversely, if you're in a lawsuit or an audit or bankruptcy, they, they will ignore your corporation or LLC if they look at the minute book and see that they, you have not consistently been following the law and the pattern that those organizations, the, the, you know, the IRS or the courts, um, want the records to be kept in. So yes, if you, if you are not doing it, it's all fine until you get examined. And upon examination, you will be uh, very heartbroken to find out they're going to ignore your corporation. If you get audited and they look in your minute, well, they will look in your minute book in an audit. And if they see that you have not consistently been keeping minutes and passing resolutions at or near the time of the decision, then they will throw out all your corporate tax deductions and you will get penalized 45% on everything you were supposed to have paid and you will have a very crummy day that day. That will be a bad day in your business history because you're going to get run through the ringer. You're going to it's you're going to owe that tax plus 45% penalty. It's going to be a sucky day for you. Absolutely. So I folks uh, make sure that this is at the top of your list of of priorities to get this sorted this year uh because this is one thing that I think that um that you guys and the, the the value that you provide in the marketplace that is extremely valuable. And I don't think a lot of folks know how important compliance is and all of these things are to have in place as business owners. And eventually, you know, which we'll, you know, get into and talk a little bit about building and growing this asset of yours to eventually be able to sell it, right? Yeah, you bet. Before we go there, let me say one other thing. If you're a listener, if there's a listener out there who says, well, I don't really have anything to lose yet. You know, my business is new. We're not making a lot of money. We're, we're early stage. There's no, nothing really to take. I'm not worried about lawsuits. Just remember, if you're not following the letter of the law about your corporate compliance, if you get any sort of lawsuit, even if there's nothing to take from your business, there, your corporation, uh, your corporate veil will already be pierced because there's no minutes, no resolutions. You haven't issued stock or membership if it's an LLC. Um, if, if you haven't done that right stuff, even if there's nothing to take in your company, whatever else you own, whatever equity in your home, whatever um, IRA, kids, college savings accounts, artwork up over your couch, you know, that, that uh, 68 Camaro that you've been trying to put back together in the garage, all of that is up for grabs if you haven't followed those corporate rules. So um, just because if, let's just say this way, if you have anything of value anywhere in your world that somebody might want to get their hands on, it's all up for grabs if you do not follow the rules. And the rule, and let me tell you, it's inexpensive. We're talking about a thousand bucks for the first year and then $4.99 subsequent years for unlimited documents, unlimited consultation, unlimited on that. So, I mean, it's, it's almost foolhardy to not either take us up on helping you with that or, or finding somebody else 
or learning it yourself, but you're a fool if you don't get that work done. Yep, absolutely. And folks always, you know, I, I speak with a lot of our listeners uh, when I get to meet them in person. And a big question that I get through emails and so forth is, you know, what am I working on? What are the, what is, what is a priority for myself? This is one of the priorities for me at the end of last year and the beginning of this year to get it. And, you know, working with Aaron's team has been amazing. I would highly recommend getting your ducks in a row when it comes to that, especially where we are at the market cycle too, right, Aaron? So right now we're at the, the top of the market cycle and a lot of asset classes. It's uh, it's very frothy. It's very exciting, but you know, in a downturn, it's litigious already as it is. Um, I could just see that, you know, a lot of folks will, will have some sort of an issue going, you know, perhaps into a down, down cycle too. Sure. I mean, if the, if the spigot gets turned down or turned off and you all of a sudden are in a position where you have to default on things or ask for patience or whatever, you may find yourself in some sort of battle. And I, I don't want to be all negative, but the thing is we, we prepare for things. We lock our door at night, not because um, we've ever been robbed, not because we've ever, ever been attacked, we just want to take every precaution so that we can sleep soundly at night. And it makes sense to, to follow the law. This isn't just like a nice idea. Like, you know, maybe I should write a book or maybe I should go to meetups or maybe I should, you know, uh, whatever, get better branding. Those are all nice ideas. What I'm talking about is the law. You're obligated to follow the law if you have an LLC or a corporation. So you can ignore the law. You can drive 100 miles an hour through the school zone every single day. It will never matter until there's a problem, until you get caught, till you get challenged, till there's a problem. And then you're, you know, then you've got to, you've got to then get through it. It's too late to fix it. You've got to ride through, take your lumps. And unfortunately, a lot of people come to our company in a state of what I call event-driven, meaning they had a very bad event and they got their, their hat handed to them and they say, I can never let that happen again. Yeah. And um, so the, there's an old saying about, you know, invest now or pay later. And it's always more expensive to, to do cleanup than it is to just organize properly. Again, starting to sound like a sales pitch. I don't mean to do that. There's no run to the back of the room offer, folks. I'm just telling you it's it's um, prudent if you want to be in business to know the rules and follow them. And um, if you're an LLC and somebody says, well, uh, you know, somebody told me LLCs don't have to do all that stuff. You're both right and wrong. Right that legislatively, statutorily, LLCs don't have to do corporate compliance. But in all 50 states now, case law has overturned the statutory law. And now in all 50 states, case law says even single member LLCs are required to hold board meetings, keep minutes, pass resolutions, issue stock, and so on. So don't be full, fooled into uh, kind of this complacency out of misinformation. We see way too much with the, what, 48,000 customers that we have right now. I see a lot of people 
who uh, put things off until the problem happens and then it's too late. You have to wait it out at that point and then fix it after the, the problem is resolved. So anyway, enough on that point. My friend Brian Page has created a cash flow machine generating over $100,000 in six months without owning any real estate. His system consists out of renting properties from property owners and renting them out on Airbnb. His system is so simplistic, it can be managed by virtual assistants and yet so effective and powerful that it predictably generates cash flow every month month. Brian and I are hosting a webinar where he shares his system and how it generated over $100,000 in six months for him personally. You can access this life-changing webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash BNB. This is one of the greatest cash flow opportunities I've seen since I've started my podcast. Again, the URL is cashflowninja.com forward slash BNB. You know, one of the things is this is one of the foundational pieces too, Aaron. So once you have the foundational pieces set up, now you can focus on what you're good at and you're working on your business and growing and, and scaling your business, right? Once all the foundational stuff is set up, now you're involved with an exciting project, the Unshackled Owner. Maybe if you can share a little bit with our listeners, uh, just some of the the growth strategies and some of the things that they can uh, build into their overall business plan this year to start to grow their business and also become more and more unshackled <laughs> in the process. Yeah. Thank you for asking about that. So Unshackled Owner started four years ago, almost four years ago. Um, when people were very confused by the life that I live and, and having never thought much about how, so my, my background is buying and selling lots of companies. I mean, and taking companies public and, and doing lots of mergers and acquisitions. And, but people saw that I did all these things, but I seemed to have a tremendous amount of of um, free time or a lot of a lot of flexibility in my time, and that I was all over the world doing fun stuff, but I, yet they knew I was doing all this business stuff. And people kept asking, and I kept being confused. And it finally dawned on me that maybe not everybody was operating the way I had just learned to operate over decades. And so I offered a class, an eight-week class that, uh, that I teach over, you know, video conference over Zoom. And I really thought, you know, we had 13 companies enroll for that um, back almost four years ago. It'll be four years in April. 13 companies enrolled. And I was absolutely positive the entire time, every week, I thought, they're going to think this is too simple or this isn't, you know, they already know all this stuff. Every week I thought, oh, everybody's going to want their money back. Everybody's going to want their money back. Well, nobody wanted their money back. Rather, what they said was, uh, we love the class, but it's too hard. Can you make it easier? And that's when I realized, oh my gosh, things that I assumed everyone knew and everybody was doing to build successful multi-million dollar companies where you are not the most critical employee of the company, but you're the owner of the asset, 
guess what? People didn't know how to do it. And I've had companies that are early stage, you know, doing a few hundred thousand a year, maybe one or two employees, up to companies that are doing a couple hundred million in a year, and companies that have over 2,000 employees go through the class, and every one of them says, damn it, I wish I would have known this 20 years ago or when I started. And it's been a revelation to me that maybe my superpower was figuring this out early. I figured it out with my very first company, the recycling company when I was a teenager. I left and went away for almost two years doing missionary work uh, for my church. And the company ran every day I was gone and put money away for me every day. And I came back uh, to a going concern with money in the bank. I hadn't done anything except for let it run the way I organized it. And I didn't sell it or, or, or retire from it in order to make that money. I just had set it up in a way that made sense for it to continue to operate. And now I've done that dozens of times for myself and hundreds of times with my clients. And so, and I'm not a coach, you guys, I'm not, I'm a CEO. I'm a, a, a mergers and acquisitions guy I work at a high level, but I just had learned how to build assets rather than, I guess you could call it rather than a glorified job for myself. So like Laughlin Associates uh, that I talked about a minute ago, I haven't even visited the office for like three years. So that's a company that I'm unshackled from. I own it. It makes millions of dollars. I make a lot of money from Laughlin but I don't have a job there. I don't work there. It's not that I'm a remote employee. I don't log into our CRM. I don't, I'm not accountable to anybody except for to the client, right? I want to make sure we're doing the right thing for the customer, but the team does the work and the team is accountable to me. Um, and I make sure they're focused on the right goals, but beyond that, I'm out. So if you'd like to have a business like that, that's what the unshackled owner training is all about. That's that's why I love that. That's probably my heart project, my passion project, because it makes a huge difference for these companies. And so I get real excited. And it's been everybody from car dealerships, you know, new cars to waste treatment facilities, to farms, fertilizers, fertilizer company, trucking companies, law firms, hedge funds, all kinds of products and services companies. I mean, uh, uh, public and private companies. I mean, it's just, it's been a fantastic thing. Several hundred companies now have gone through that training. We've had zero refunds, lots of referrals, um, and the clients can keep coming back as often as they want. It's an eight-week class, but you can repeat it as many times as you want because your questions will get more and more and more sophisticated as you learn and employ the tactics, and you become freer and wealthier as you follow a, a proven, time-tested recipe for success. There's a great quote, Aaron, that you just shared too when we were talking about, because I think a lot of folks get caught working in their business so much. Uh, maybe <laughs> if you don't mind sharing that, I love that. Oh, yeah. Right before we started, you mentioned something. and I said, yeah, Henry Ford said that most men spend so much time working that there's no time left to make money. And that will come as a surprise to most entrepreneurs who are 
out there beating their heads against the wall, trying to grow something. And usually the reason it's not working is because you're focused on the wrong things. And the Unshackled Owner class is all about refocusing you on doing the right things in the right order so you get the proper results. If you know anybody can say, I'm going to go from where I am over to that mountain over there. But along the way, you have to go into the woods and there's trees and rivers and, and obstacles and canyons and stuff. And if all you do is wing it, you know, you try to figure it out as you go, you're going to spend your life wandering lost in the woods. But if I give you a map and a GPS, you're going to go on the straightest, fastest, easiest route to the, to the destination. There's no reason you have to find a new path. The path is already known. You just need to have the map. And that's what the Unshackled Owner class provides is the map. Aaron, uh, what are some of the other things that you're excited about this year? I know that uh, you've got a jam-packed year already and we're, we're just kicking it off. Um, well, the biggest thing that I've doubled down on this year is we are helping, um, I mean, from soup to nuts. We're, we're looking for companies that are already successful, companies um, in the 3 to $15 million range in revenue. So a going concern that's in revenue, that's throwing off some profits, that um, wants to be able to grow to 50 or 80 or $100 million. But they're, see that marketplace of three to 15 million, three to 20 million is ignored by venture capital and, and other private equity. Um, it's usually one or two owners. And they get to a point where they sort of max out their knowledge, their contacts, their ability to scale. They've done all they know how to do. So I'm looking for a, a very small handful of companies like that each year to take public, to infuse with money, to put them into a, a, a public shell with their going concern, with new added uh, discretionary income, and show them how to go out there and acquire other companies and grow through acquisition, through, through economies of scale, through finding new human capital in those other companies so they continue to upgrade their team so that we can help grow them from three, five, 10, 20 million to 50, 80, 100 million and beyond as a public entity. And the thing that most people don't understand is that as we, as you said a minute ago, we're kind of at the top of the market now. When the market softens and and starts to reset, having not only cash on the sidelines, but also a different currency called public shares. You, it'll put you in a good position to buy companies sometimes at fire sale prices because they don't have resources to survive or to grow through acquisition. But public companies with money on the sidelines will have multiple um, currencies to go out there and buy and build their portfolio in the in the reset time, in the downtime. And we always come out of these things, folks. We always come out. So if you can survive for that couple of years of the reset and you can go out there and pick stuff up at bargains because other people were not as prepared as you, you're going to do well. Our goal as a private equity company is to own a part of your business and to support you through that growth 
so that you get rich and the more successful we make your business, the better our business does. Think Berkshire Hathaway on just a smaller scale. That's what we are. That's what Warren Buffett has done uh, in a genius way. And it's the same thing we do. Uh, we, just, we just are not buying as big a companies. We're, we're serving an underserved market. And I believe that will end up, I'm going to say something bold. I believe that in the long run, we will beat uh, Berkshire Hathaway and others like that because we're taking care of the place that's got the most companies. And, but because they're not big enough for big New York VCs, they get ignored. I think helping that entrepreneur that's been able to build something really that's working. Uh, I think, I think those are the companies that are going to be the next explosive growth companies. And we are, sitting right in the middle of harvesting and working with the best of the best. And so that's probably what I'm most excited about um, is seeing the entrepreneurial spirit, getting into conversations with people who are out there kicking butt and who know who are clear enough in their minds to know they've gone about as far as they can go. And now they want the guidance and the help and the money to explode their dream even farther. So that's what I'm excited about. MC Lobshire, the creator of the Cashflow Ninja and Cashflow Coach at Producers Wealth, where we help our clients integrate infinite banking with their business and investments. To learn how you can create your own banking system to turbocharge your investments and business in 30 days or less, go to yourownbankingsystem.com. That's yourownbankingsystem.com. One of the things besides having a mindset, uh, having a strategy and the correct tactics in place is access uh, and an ecosystem. And one of the things, uh, Aaron, uh, just from our conversations is there's there's a lot of um, very, very successful folks that you consult with and meet with in your business, in, in your day-to-days. What are some of the things that they're... Um, uh, some of the opportunities that they see currently, and also what are some of the threats in these conversations that you have with uh, with folks? The biggest threat is is believing that whatever's happening today is going to keep happening. Um, there, because nothing is static; everything is moving. You've got to be constantly looking out a year or two and saying, "What's going?" For instance, um, the advent of five K right? Uh, broadband internet, right? Mm-hmm. So when we first got our digital phones and got 2K, 3K, 4K is what's widespread right now. People don't understand that the move from 4K to 5K isn't incremental. It's exponential. It's like growing that pipe of potential data by a hundred times. Um, it's, it's, not, I'm not saying 100%. I'm not saying double. I'm saying 100 times bigger, which means uh, <laughs> educational things, uh, communication things, video, um, the way we're, we're gathering data, the way we're communicating, the way we're entertaining, it's all changing. And folks, 5K, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, uh, five, yeah, 5K, 5G, 4G, 5G. Uh, not 5, I didn't mean K, I meant G. 4G, 5G is cool. It's beginning to be introduced, but we're working with technology companies that are working on 7G right now. 
holograms, all that kind of stuff. The the world of education, entertainment, um, artificial intelligence, augmented reality is all here. And with, with 5G, 6G, 7G, which is all over the next five years, is going to utterly change the face of how we do. So I'm sitting in meetings with the companies that are that are owning the patents. This patent, this technology we're working on now, one of my partners owns this patent. These companies are licensing this technology from one of my partners. I mean, the 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 world is changing and you've got to be looking ahead to see how you should be inventing yourself, why you need to be unshackled. Unshackled doesn't mean retired on a beach. It means you've got a team running the day-to-day, so you're unshackled from your desk, so you can be the scout getting out a year or two ahead and thinking about how do we need to be adjusting what we do to be at the front of the wave and not run over by the wave of how technology is changing and changing every single industry. That's one thing. The other, the upside, the positive side is that there's never been a better time to be a small business because the access, the barrier to entry is so small. Even for a a company that isn't well-funded, you can still do a lot of things depending on um, how you find your niche in the market. And most people are trying to go too big. I think, and everything I'm seeing right now is, is to, you want to, you want to go smaller, 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 be meaning more and more focused. You want deep wells, not wide ponds. Okay. You don't want a big, wide, shallow pond. You want a deep, deep, deep well. You want to get wildly hyper-focused on filling a very specific need. And that's how people are getting rich right now. Not going wide, not being a grocery store that has everything you know that you want to buy. Now you could say, well, Aaron, what about Amazon? Well, Amazon's wide, but guess what? They keep buying up the niche providers. So they're big enough now they can own the deep wells. Are they wide? Sure. But what do they buy? They buy these deep, deep wells. That's how Amazon has gotten rich. And um, they're they're designing they're out in front of the curve and designing the future. That's why we were talking about delivery with drones and specific uh, entertainment content and uh, the uh, uh, Whole Foods groceries and, and uh, the, um, what was the other one that they just bought that I loved? Um, oh, it's, I'm blanking all of a sudden. But yeah, anyway, I'm not, is, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on that too. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's um, the, the, uh, oh, the, the ring doorbells, right? This is all niche. This is all very specific niche that Amazon is doing. So how can you follow the, the, the big boys? You know, Steve Jobs said the thing he was most proud of in his career was everything that he said no to because he only focused on a couple of things. Let's get a thousand songs in your pocket. Let's Let's build a completely different telephone experience. Let's make a computer that does things that no other computer does. Yeah, it was more expensive, but it was niche. It looked for a very specific buyer. It was not trying to be everything to everybody like um, HP was doing, right? Like, right. like Windows was doing. So 
learn from these examples and get narrow and deep in your focus. I hear this stuff in these meetings. I mean, you alluded to it, but when, when you're doing M&A work, mergers and acquisitions work, I'm hearing all kinds of stuff. As a matter of fact, I do a, um, I, I, I do a little thing. It's a subscription-based thing um, called the Freedom Call, where I actually come on twice a month for like 20 or 30 minutes, and I share what I'm uh, – not, not the, the protected stuff, the, the non-disclosure stuff, but I, I talk about where I see things going – problems I see th- I see people bump, bumping into constantly, technology that's shaping us, uh, financial shifts, because I'm working with a lot of people because we're, we, we work with so many public companies that I'm hearing a lot of financial things that the government's doing or that the economists are anticipating. So uh, it is fun to hear those things. Those things do inform my decisions around Laughlin, around Unshackled. And then of course, for people that want to learn about it, if they want to join uh, this thing I call the freedom call, um, uh, we do that and it's inexpensive. And who's, who's your typical listener here on this, on this show? Uh, so we have folks that are starting their journey uh, that are becoming investors. We have folks that have been on, on their journey for a while. They've started their business. They've been, been investing for a while. And then we have very, we have sophisticated uh, accredited investors as well. Okay. So is it inappropriate to make them uh, to offer something for free? No, no, not at all. Okay. So here's what I'll do. I just spoke at an investment conference uh, uh, just right before Christmas, and we put together one of those little text things. I'm not even 100% sure what happens, but okay. um, I will give you this. If anybody wants, because this is, I don't, I sell this. You can go to my website. It's 500 bucks every day uh, for small entrepreneurs. Normally, do it. this is very uh, investor centric, which are the clients I love, love, love working with. So if you want to go to, if you get your phone out and text, uh, the number you want to text to is 797979. And the word, the words you put in to the text, two words, freedom call, just two words, freedom call, text it to 797979. And there's some little automated process that will help your listeners subscribe. And it's for one year. And I think they'll get a renewal request after a year, but by then they'll know if they care anything about it. And um, what I noticed is that we have about 90% renewal on the freedom call as well. So because all you need is one nugget to be worth 500 bucks a year, but you, your people, if they want to do it, 797979 freedom call, they can get it for free for a year. Um, you can go back and look. I haven't even offered that on my own podcast. So awesome. Um, it's a new thing I just put together for that investment conference. Um, I've, I'm going to be speaking at something called the Money Show, and uh, which is a huge investor conference. Which I knew I was going to use that again, but what the heck? Let's see if anybody here, you know, likes what I said or actually really wants to improve their business. Life settlement investments have allowed financial and banking institutions to not only buy their equity contractually, but also diversify their capital from any economic 
market, and geopolitical risk. It's been part of the billion-dollar blueprint followed by institutional investors. And if you're an accredited investor, you can also now participate in this vehicle with enormous growth potential. You can watch an informational webinar presented by one of the premier organizations providing life settlement investments for number of solutions at cashflowninja.com forward slash life settlements. Now, our core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. Aaron, so if you cannot pass on any money to future generations, and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Well, it's probably going to seem self-evident, but uh, my experience in life is to be, um, so the first one would be, the first one would be, 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 be fair. Don't try to win at someone else's expense. Don't, there's a word that most people don't know. Uh, the word is enmity. And enmity is I win by you losing. And I believe that that is a bad business course of action. Um, people talk about win-win all the time. You don't have to have, not everybody necessarily has to win, but you don't have to hurt others or cheat others or, you know, cut an unfair bargain. You want to be fair and decent because your reputation goes way beyond that one transaction. So the first one is be fair, you know, be fair in the things that you do and, and don't hurt others so that you can win. That's the first one. Second one is, um, the second one is never stop learning. The people who I've met who have become very, very successful in anything in life, wealth, relationships, um, hobbies, fitness, health, any of those things, um, they're constantly learning are both there's new research to learn and so we want to avail ourselves of new information but also our brain can be changed our body is constantly renewing itself and the more we stay curious the younger we stay the more interesting we are and the more interested we are which is going to improve the relationships that you have on every level the more and the more curious you are, the more you'll find yourself upscaling the people that you're with, not by dumping people behind you, but just you'll naturally get in, invited into more and more and more forward thinking um, relationships because you're a forward thinker and you'll be a young old person because your mind will be sharp and crisp and clear. So never, ever stop learning. And the last one is, this. If you're standing in line, you're probably in the wrong place. In other words, if you're doing what everybody else is doing, you're not progressive. You're not setting, you're not carving out your own path. You're probably a drifter who's being manipulated by somebody else. So if you find yourself in the crowd, doing what everybody's doing, being sucked into the current fad. Oh, I need to give a speech. I need to write a book. I need to be a podcaster. I need to, you know, whatever. Um, you're probably in the wrong place. You're, you're giving up your individuality and your own thought 
for group speak and a herd mentality. So if you're in the right, if you're standing in line, you're probably in the wrong place. I hope that that was in line with what you were actually asking for. Absolutely. Aaron, where can my listeners uh, follow you and stay informed of all the projects that you're involved with? And maybe they can catch you speaking at some events to where can they find all this information? Well, there's a whole ton of information. Uh, They can go to AaronScottYoung.com, which is just my name. And you'll probably put that in notes or something, but AaronScottYoung.com. They can go to LaughlinUSA.com or they can go to that freedom call 797979 thing. We'll see how that works and who takes advantage of it. But that is a way to get not access to all the information of things that I work on, but it actually gets information to, or access to me because I'm teaching it live twice a month. And I, I take questions and answers at the end. So I don't care what you're working on. You can ask me questions at the end and I'll stay on for, you know, usually 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes after I'm done giving the information, if people want to ask questions, I won't stay on indefinitely. Um, but I, I, I love taking questions at the end. And it's fun to see the crazy stuff people come to me with. I love that. You know, it's always unusual every time. So yeah, th- that would be ways they could do that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. Really appreciate you. And thank you so much for coming on the show and providing so much value for my listeners. It is a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me and I look forward to um, talking to you again soon. presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.